Hello and welcome back to Philly Football Now, a Philly Sports Now podcast. We are coming in today after the loss of 27-24, the Eagles losing at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. My name is Zach and I'm here with Andrew, Nick, and Luke. How's everyone feeling? I'm hanging in there. It was a tough game, tough day, but you know, we'll see. We'll get into it and break it down. Tough loss. Got my head down right now. Uh, hopefully, one of these guys can help me, help me pick it back up. Uh, a devastating loss, and uh, makes next week almost a must-win. Uh, I don't. I think Luke kind of hit the nail on the head there, but I also don't know how much faith I have in that. But we'll save onto that for a little later. Um, None. Yeah, I so but going off of that, off we gotta yeah. we gotta talk about this game now because we got we have a pretty pretty bad loss. So I think the first thing I want to address that we talked about off the air is Andrew predicted a twenty seven to twenty four win. However, we were talking reverse teams. Um, pretty pretty good. You guys you guys think talking about the scores? Uh, you guys said it was gonna be a close game, and unfortunately, it was a close game. Um. But we really, we really just couldn't hang on to it. Any big points to go over before we talk about the game in depth? Um, I guess I the mean, first thing, the first thing I would say go, is, go um, what is it? No, I said go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Um, the first thing I guess we, I mean, we talked about the um, getting off to a fast start, and the offense did that today, but unfortunately, that didn't work out. Yeah, I mean. It was a faster start. I, I, I don't know. Like even even the good plays in this game, every it just seemed so bleh, like meh, like like the, like that, like things that were even going right. Just it took two tries of it going wrong to get it right. Like like whatever the one touchdown was, it's like Carson throws a beautiful pass to Dallas Goddard and he drops it in the fourth in the fourth quarter, and then after that. Wentz is able to get it to Sanders on that big play, but it's like, like we have to go through the big drop before we get to the, the the regular catch. It's like nothing can just go smoothly. Uh, we had the excuse last week that this offense didn't have the chemistry because it was Wentz with the first string, and then we had the second string with the wide receivers, and they had all week to prepare. And now this week, it seemed the wide receivers forgot about how to catch football. And that's the main thing I took away from this game. And going and, right off of Luke right there, I will say I don't think Wentz looked terrible. I think the receivers and, uh, you know, Ertz included with that, like I, I think there was just a lot of dropped balls. And I think that was a huge issue with this game. Yeah, and going off something Luke just said, he used the words, had all week to prepare. I wonder if Doug Peterson's uh, qu- uh, take, taking back that uh, giving Wednesday off because, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm still pretty frustrated about that because that, that's your day to prepare that's supposed to be your key day to go in there. That's your your hitting day. That's your game plan day. You don't do a walkthrough on Wednesday. You do the walkthrough on Thursday and Friday, and that's that, that still bugs me, and it clearly costs them today at certain points. Uh, if, they, if they did a full practice on Wednesday, I think uh, Peters probably wouldn't have played today. Uh, uh, you know, probably half the team probably wouldn't have played today because the way these guys go down, it's like they trip on a piece of grass, and then they've got – torn ACL, a broken ankle, or something coming. I mean, this is the most. This is the most injury-prone team I have ever watched in any Philadelphia sports season of any of the, the majors. Every week we are dealing, we're dealing with major players. It's not like it's not like random guys are going down. People's names you've never heard of, and you're like, that stinks. But you know, hopefully, you know the first string guys can pick it up now. No, it's like top two wide receivers gone. Top two, two key um, offensive linemen gone, key defensive linemen gone. Like, like, like what are we? What are we, I don't even know what to expect from this team moving forward because I don't even know who's going to be playing on a week to week basis. So going off of that real quick, um, so who all got hurt today? You had Jason Peters and then Andre Dillard. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Jason Peters was sick too, right? Jason Peters he was had, sick, not hurt, and he he, he he played the entire second half. Right, that's you know, right. They know, were talking about him getting a double IV during halftime. But well, I don't think the, anyone got hurt besides Darby that didn't return, right? Because then Barnett, Barnett re- yeah, Barnett got hurt, but he returned like the next drive. All right. 
But, I mean, correct, it's correct, still people wrong, are dropping like I, flies, like you said. I, I, all I know is, is, that, is that, I don't know, every week it seems like I'm just watching big-name players go down, and it's like I don't know if they're coming back. And, and, and the biggest thing with Peters signing him in the, in the offseason was, yeah, everyone loves Jason Peters, obviously, like, Hall of Famer, but is he going to be on the field all season? Like, and, and you have instances like this where he's got to take half of a game off. It's like, is he worth bringing back? Should we just get cut ties with him and finally go and get our next offensive lineman that's going to make the difference? Like, 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 how long do we have to hold on to a guy that, that we know is going to be injured and, and not going to be able to play? I mean, he hasn't really been able to play a full season in quite some time now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, the, this – well, unfortunately, today, I mean, they they already drafted his replacement. This is the last year of it. The replacement is who you dra- your, our first shot pick this year is Andre Dillard. He's okay. going to be the future left tackle. He See, came in for Peters that, and he got hurt. That, that's about three years too late. Like like, like now we got to We're gonna. Ha- he's not going to be. He's not going to be ready to play for another two years. Peters is done now. We need him to be filled. We need to, someone to take his shoes now. Like like, well, like they should have no. seen this coming two years ago. Well, Peters didn't get hurt. Peters was, we just said it. I mean, he missed the first half because he was sick. I mean, Carson Wentz could have got sick and we had to go to Josh McCown. I mean, no, I mean, yes, Carson Peters Wentz is injury sick, prone, but that wasn't the issue today. Carson Wentz got sick. He would have been out there playing the whole game. Like, and you wouldn't have even noticed. That's my point. It's that he's too, he's, he's old. He's fragile. I mean, I mean, well, the whole team's fragile at this point, you could say, but I'm just saying that like, like, like Peters, he didn't play half the game, and and do you do you, do you honestly think this is the only game this season that that's going to be happening? No, he's probably going to get a knee tweak down the line. He's going to miss two, three games, and then and then right off the bat, that's four games he basically didn't play. I don't know. I think it's something that they got to look for because I, I I I I guess maybe you guys aren't, but I'm sitting here waiting for that Jason Peters injury to happen. No, I agree because he does miss a lot of time. But I, I think they've been trying to find it. Is what I'm trying like because I mean you had him go down in 2017. I forget which week. I think it was like week two or three. You had a pretty good replacement come in. Obviously, he helped us win a Super Bowl. I mean, so like I don't remember who replaced him at left tackle, but they, I, they've been they they've had replacements for him. And this year in the draft, they spent their first round pick. So I mean, I'm not, and he's supposed to be pretty good. So I'm not too concerned about the replacement for Peters. I'm more concerned that he already hurt his left ankle today, and we'll see how serious that was. That's that's all I'm trying to bring up. That's all I'm trying to say. But, I mean, that's one very small key to this game, so I don't want to get too hard on Jason Peters. <laughs> you know, I think it's important to hit him all. Um, but why don't we I mean, go – I mean, that's like very bottom of the total of things to talk about. True. <laughs> Well, why, why don't we get into it? We were talking about trying to do uh, quarters talk. Um, so going off to the first quarter, uh, when you look at points alone, uh, Eagles got a field goal and a touchdown, and uh, Detroit got a touchdown. A- Andrew, what, what do you want to add to our concerns in the first quarter here? Well, okay, so we talked about getting off to a slow start, and today we actually won the first quarter. So I, I, they did well enough in the first quarter, and obviously they ended up losing this game. So maybe we put too much stock into getting off to a huge start because, I mean, if you get let down in other ways, like today, you get the field goal and then you give up, uh, you give a hundred yard kick return touchdown. The special teams let you down. The offense comes back on the field, responds with a touchdown. So I don't know where to go. It was a today was the lack of a second quarter because we'll get into that quarter, but they lost that quarter thirteen to zero. So that was the biggest issue today, but. The first quarter, I, I think the biggest thing with that was uh, Wentz looked good. I, I think I think they were clicking for the most part. They moved the ball down the field pretty easily that quarter, and I wasn't I was pretty happy with the way that quarter went. I don't have much complaining about that quarter besides the special teams touchdown. I I I think looking at the first quarter, you know, it's easy to say we won it, I guess, but I don't really see that we won it because. Because even though we statistically won it, I mean, right out of the gate, I mean, I mean, we ended the quarter with the the Lions about to score, so they were about to, they were about to win the first quarter. I mean, I think they scored within the first minute of the second quarter. So really, and the way I see it is, it was fourteen ten. 
So while we did better in the first quarter, I don't think we did good enough still. Like, like you start that game off, you feel like we're going all the way down, and we're, we're in the red zone, we're ready to score, and we have to settle for a field goal. I mean, that was, that was depleting to me. I mean, that just felt like, like, like that just goes back to my point, like, 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 like this whole game just felt like every time they got going, it, it just took so much effort to get something done. Like, and it just never felt like, you never felt in this entire game, like Eagles look good. They're about to go make a run. And I think we're going to win this game. I just never felt that. Yeah, I, I have to say, I, I never really had that uh, momentum feeling. And I feel like the team never had that momentum feeling either. Like, it was very slow and um, very hard to get that, that emotion going. That, that you felt like you... There was no point that it was like, oh, they're going to win this game, for sure. For sure. Exactly. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. That's that's my that's my point. Is that I, I throughout this whole game, I was never sitting here like, yeah, we look good. We look good. Yeah, they're, they're driving well. And, and we're going to come out on top here. No, I just felt like, okay, we got points on the board. All right, let's see. All right, we're only down four, hanging in there. Okay, we, we took the lead, but, you know, you know, we'll see where that goes. And then after that, it was just like, okay, we're losing, but we're hanging in there, hanging in there, hanging in there. And I, I, I never got the sense, oh, yeah, this is this is where the comeback's going to start. And, and, like, and that's just the point I've been, I, I was making last week is that, I mean, obviously with injuries and everything, but I just don't feel it with this team. This team just feels so discombobulated. It just feels so not together. Nothing's clicking offensive, defensively. Now we got special teams issues. I just this team just feels like an all-around mess at this point. And the worst part about this loss today, in my opinion, is that is that I can't even like I don't think anyone can point to one thing that's the reason why we lost. I don't I don't think it was just an offensive issue today. I don't think it was just a defensive issue. And now, like, special teams is an issue. I mean, I've got my hands in my face just like, like what are we going to even do next week to, 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 to try to come back from this? I mean, I, I don't want to get to next week yet because we're still in the first quarter. But yeah. I'm going on a rant. But, but, but like, I'm, that's, that's all I have to say about the first I, quarter. I think that's a very like, important so, point I, to make. Um, Luke, do you have anything to add for the first quarter before we get into the second quarter? Because obviously – as Nick and Andrew have hinted at, this is where it starts to really go south. Uh, no, I think for the most part they covered it. Uh, main thing that got me mad is, I mean, I don't know why we didn't use Jordan Howard nearly as much in the in the first drive or any, and then Miles Sanders fumbles the ball, and then we still don't use twice. Jordan Howard. Yeah, he it I, twice, I, and we still don't use Jordan Howard. To stay in the first quarter, though, and then we finally used Jordan Howard, he picks up 11 yards. He picks, he trucks one guy, and he's doing well. And then we get back to Sanders. Touchdown. Yeah, and he like, scores like, a touchdown. And, I, I mean, I we have a lot of potential for Sanders, and I think he'll be really good. But, I mean, he's we just need to go with experience and the talent right now. And the announcers are saying the whole time, Sanders just keeps going east and west, and he's not, he needs to go north and south way more. I th- I just think he's trying to be too flashy, but first quarter was Nick and Andrew for the most part covered it. Outside of Jordan Howard was the main thing that got me mad. <laughs> so going into that second quarter, where we have only Detroit points, they got a rushing touchdown and they got two field goals. So obviously, <laughs> what happened here? Obviously, so, not good. Right. <laughs> In the second quarter, as so I guess if, as Nick mentioned. They did drive down that first quarter, so that you, if you can want to put the touchdown to the second quarter, then that's fine. So then if you really lose this quarter, you'd say six to nothing off the two field goals, which in this case, I don't blame the defense for it because in this case, the two field goals come from the as we just mentioned, the Sanders fumble, which which stopped a thirty-five yard drive as we started on our own ten, and then Sanders fumbled on our forty-five. So we were, and that's the thing. That's where I disagree about how bad we looked today because. Because honestly, the offense was clicking pretty well today. They they were moving the ball very easily on that Lions defense today, and you saw it throughout the game. And in, in this case, you moved the ball 35 yards in the span of two and a half minutes, and then Sanders fumbles the ball. So I mean, that's that's just a mistake on Sanders's part. That's not the offense not clicking. And then the same thing later on. You have Nelson Aguilar fumble after driving the ball downfield again. 
You go 30 yards again from the Eagles 15 to the Eagles 45, and then you have Nelson Aguilar fumble the ball on our, on the Lions 45, gets picked up and ran back to the Eagles. Uh, I believe it was to the Eagles like 35 or something like that. So the Lions are already in field goal position. So that's why I think the defense does not play as bad as uh, people might think, and the offense played better. It was just those little mistakes that, or not little, but those big mistakes that killed this team. More, I, the Eagles beat themselves today more than the Lions beat the Eagles. I would have to agree right, with so, that. I, I, Nick, you go, and then I'll, I'll counter no, you. You got it. You got it, dude. You got it. You got it. <laughs> no, uh, okay. I'll wait, because so, if, if you're agreeing, I'm going to disagree. So if you want to agree with him first, <laughs> Luke, well, Luke, go okay. ahead and Luke, go ahead, and Nick will counter after. <laughs> I don't like the Eagles did beat them out, themselves up today because, like what Andrew said, you have the two fumbles, or, we'll, or we're just going the second quarter, but you have the two fumbles. That led to the points. You had the in the first quarter. You had the touchdown or the uh, kicker turn. I, I mean, you just had you had the three pass interference on offense. Uh, the the offense was moving and they were clicking. And Carson Wentz was relatively playing really well this like the whole game. I, I just I I think more of what Andrew said than you can say the Eagles looked bad and that the defense did the defense played well outside of one drive in this game. So I would have to agree with Andrew, but Nick, go and make your point. <laughs> no, I, I guess I guess you, you guys are, are right in that I guess it's more the Eagles beat themselves today. But but I, I don't know. I don't – like I feel like that's a cop-out. Like, oh, we look fine. Like if we just get it together, like we, we would be fine. We just beat ourselves today. Like that's – I don't want to have that attitude because – I mean, did we just beat ourselves last week too? Then, like, 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 because if turnovers are going to be a week-to-week issue, which they obviously were last week, they are this week. I mean, you can just say we're just beating ourselves, but I mean, to me, that just looks like bad football. So Sanders fumbles it in the second quarter. I go out fumbles it in the second quarter. Like, like, how do you expect? I mean, and that's what I'm saying when I said the offense didn't have a good game today. If you want to say Carson looked good, yeah, like, yeah, he looked he looked pretty good. I mean, I, I don't blame. This game on him because I, how many dropped passes? I think it was seven. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's like, correct. I think it was seven dropped passes. I mean, what <laughs> what is he supposed to do? I think there were a couple of missed throws, and I think I think the biggest throw that bothered me I think came in the third quarter when he underthrew. Maybe it was the third quarter or fourth quarter. I can't remember when he underthrew. Um, uh, I believe it was Miles Sanders running all the way down the field. But we'll get to that. But but, but my, my my point is is that the the offense to me. I, I I feel comfortable saying they didn't look great because how how many turnovers they had. You can't turn the ball over this much every single week and expect to ever win a game. And if that's a problem now, I mean it it's something that might continue, and and that's a big issue, and that's something they have to figure out. And, and you're not going to win football games if you turn the ball over. I I guess I agree with you in that they beat themselves today, but I mean I mean like Miles Sanders fumbled the ball twice on one drive. And then as Aguilar fumbles the ball and says two fumble turnovers in the second quarter. I mean, in, in this game, like two fumbles in the second quarter, I'm looking at it like, like this is just the Falcons game all over again. Like, like, like we're in the game, but we look bad and it looks like we're not going to win. Like, that's how I felt in the second quarter. So I want to go off of that I, real quick, um, just because, Nick, you brought up the fact that, you know, Aguilar, he, Aguilar uh, fumbled the ball. Um, and yet, still, Aguilar is, he, he had the most receiving yards, he had the two touchdowns, like, for, for the Eagles. Um, do we think Aguilar is just not capable of holding that wide receiver one spot? Is that what's happening? Like, is is he... Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, that's exactly a, what it is. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a third string wide receiver. He's a good third string wide receiver. He's nothing more than that. I like him. And then, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Um... He's a dime a dozen. You can find him anywhere. You can find him on any and, team. I mean, everyone's got a Nelson Aguilar. He's, he's, I hate to say that, but I, like, he's a nice guy. But, 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 I mean, come on. I mean, if you're a, if you're a number one receiver, you're making those throws easy. I mean, not even a question. If and then like he's gonna put up these. Zach, what was his stats? He's gonna put up the decent numbers because uh, I'll double check real quick. Aguilar had. Uh, sorry about that. Aguilar had got- 50 yards for two touchdowns. And he's going to put up those Eight stats because 
we're yes. we're missing we're missing our two main wide receivers. So the, and then obviously we're trying to go to Ertz more. And then after Ertz started going off, they just doubled Ertz. So then Aguilar started getting open. So he's going to get these decent stats just because he's the only other player that went to a throw to because, well, as we, as we see Holland and uh, Whiteside can't catch the ball. So then Aguilar is going to put up these decent stats. So, but I mean, he, he's nothing special like Nick said. And I would have to agree that everyone has a Nelson Aguilar. But his touchdown was nice. I like that play. Andrew, anything to add before we go moving on? Oh, yeah, and stay in the second quarter real quick. And then right after right after the Lions get that touchdown, another, as we mentioned before, momentum, another momentum killer was Aguilar dropping that pass. Like, they went 20 yards, and then it got to the point where it was a third and six, I believe, and uh, – Went through it to the outside to Aguilar, and he dro- and it went right in his chest, and he dropped it, and it killed. And then he got a punt. So that's another one where you're driving the ball, and uh, this time it wasn't a turnover, but instead of getting a first down, you're forced to punt the ball back to the Lions. And I mean, that's again, that's that's more on. I just don't think Aguilar can be that number one receiver, and that's one where you wish you had Jackson because that 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 would have been Jackson going in that spot right there. And I'm pretty comfortable with saying Jackson makes some of those plays that Aguilar failed to make today. And Andrew, I, I agree with you, and I, I I think that's a safe assessment of Jackson. But so before we move on, I just want to like we all seem to agree on Aguilar's position on the team. Um, is it something that he should be expected to be improving, or we need to expect this of him? We need to expect need this of him. No, I, no, I need I to expect him to improve. They. They're paying him $9 million. He needs to be able to hold on to a ball and, ca- and catch a pass right to his chest. I mean, especially on that fumble. If you watch that fumble, he's, he, he catches the ball and he's, drop, he's, he's fumbling the ball before he's even touched. That, that's what bothers me most. And that's why I say you can say the Lions made a good play on Sanders' fumble, but that, that's why I say we beat ourselves on that Aguilar play because he, he's fumbling the ball before he turns around and, and is even touched by a defender. And that's just not acceptable by a guy that's going to pay $9 million. Yeah, but I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I think it's it was our fault for paying him. Like, I think he got to pay out because he was on the Super Bowl team. He helped, and we that was our thank you. I mean, I, I, I don't know that any other team in the league would have paid out unless now you had $9 million to play wire receiver. I mean, I don't think anyone looked at him and was like, oh, yeah, this guy's worth $9 million a year. I mean, I heard constant NFL analysts saying, like, that's a lot of money for <laughs> No, that's 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 a great that's a good point too. I mean, it was it was the off season after the Super Bowl, and that's probably why they did it, and that's why he's been in so many trade rumors, and they're having a hard time trading him because no one wants to pay that money. Exactly. All right, so moving on, uh, third quarter, we only have the Nelson Aguilar uh, passing touchdown. Um, hey, so what do we have to comment for the third quarter? I mean, <laughs> uh, at least we scored. <laughs> But like, like I don't know. I, I, I think there was a couple things in the third quarter that that, that kind of went went wrong. Um, uh, I don't know if anyone remembers the there. There was a big play. Well, could have been a big play. Carson had um, had two guys open, uh, especially Sproles on the right, and threw a horrible throw. Almost got intercepted. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but I mean, it was like a classic Donovan McNabb throw. Like looks to the right, threw it. And the ball's in the defender's hands, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is pick six. But thankfully, he dropped it. But but that's just the kind of plays that I felt like were all like throughout the whole game. It's like like that's a play that just felt like so Eagles. Like 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 we're getting going a little bit. There's a guy open. Carson looks like he's playing well, and bam, almost throws an interception. Then you got Jordan Howard with like six minutes left in the in in the third quarter, I, I think. Jordan Howard with a huge drop. I don't know if you guys remember this, but like Jordan Howard had a, a ridiculously awful wide open catch that he dropped. So that's just another eagle dropping the ball. Now, now the announcers brought up, you know, why is Jordan Howard getting a pass? I mean, he's not he's not a guy that should be getting catches like in this game. And 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 that's one of my major points that I wanted to bring up in this game is is Darren Sproles. We talked about last week, week one. He's like he's like the factor, like, like, the like player making a difference. Last week got no rushes, right? This week, he comes in with zero catches on a team that has no wide receivers. 
how does Darren Sproles not get a single catch in the game? And instead, we're throwing to Jordan Howard, like like who's known to not be a, a, a not be good at at, at receiving at catching. Um, but 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 yeah. Other than that, you know, finally we got the Nelson Aguilar touchdown, and at least that that had held us in the game. But but it was just another quarter of problems, is what I saw, and and and, and that goes back to my point. Like, I, you could say we just beat ourselves up, but like like Jordan Howard's dropping balls. You know, Carson almost throws a pick. You know, I mean, to me, that's just bad football. That's just bad football play, and and that's why I think it's more than just we lost the game because of our, for ourselves, if we, like, if we threw the game away, I mean, I mean, we just played, that's where I'm saying we just played bad football. You got to make those passes and you got to come up with those. Yeah. Uh, Going off that, um, did that, that play you're talking about the Wentz, that was the one where the guy almost, or the guy did get hurt, right? On the Lions? Yeah. Like he messed up his ankle. I think it was, I don't know if it came back in, but. I can't remember. I think you're right. Okay. But. I think on that, I, it was a don't get me wrong, it was a terrible throw to begin with. But I think on that, I still don't know who he was intending that throw to. I think it was a miscommunication. But I saw that replay a few times, and at first I'm like, I think he's throwing it to Sproles. And then another time I'm watching it, I'm like, I think he's trying to go to Ertz, but Ertz turns around and goes to start blocking the defender. So I, I don't know who that pass was really intended to. I don't know who it was intended to down, like going on the stats. I don't know who they put down. But, like, I, I think that's another issue is – I think that was – I don't know if you want to blame it on – but, I mean, those are two veterans that have been here for a while, so I don't think you can blame yes. it on the injuries because that's two normal players in the game. So that's communication that should be fixed by week three. I totally agree with you. And that, that was – I was just going to real quick say, like, like the only comment I had on that was that, that th- those are uh, – same thing you just said. Those are veterans, and, and we shouldn't be having those problems. That's not an injury excuse. Those are three guys that have been here and been here for the past three seasons. So they should be able to get routes figured out by now. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, the main thing I had with the third quarter was, I mean, Nick, it was kind of what you said with, I think, the first. I mean, technically we didn't give up points in the third, but I'm pretty sure the first play of the fourth, the Lions scored a touchdown. But um, Is that the first play? I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah, it's the yes, first it play. Yes, it was the first literally, play. So, literally the first um, play. Yeah, you're right. I, we, we scored – we scored the touchdown, the Nelson Aguilar, great play. And then, I mean, it, this was finally the part of the game that I felt like, okay, maybe we could squeak out this win. Maybe we can get lucky and, like, just pull it off in the fourth quarter. And then I'm watching the game, and the Lions are just marching right down the field. And this is the main issue I had with the defense. I thought they played well the whole game, except we finally get the game to three points, and we needed this stop. And – just in a blink of the eye, it, we're down ten again, entering, or and now it's in the fourth quarter. So that yeah. that was my main thing is that the defense needed to get a stop, and they couldn't get the stop at the time we needed the most, and try and prevent the ten point deficit again. And that's like <laughs> that, you know, it's funny because going back to what you said, Andrew, like the defense didn't have a bad game, and I agree with you overall, but it's like. When you need the offense to come up big, they don't. When you need the defense to come up big, they don't. Like so, what kind of team do we have here? Where, where, where? Yeah, the offense and defense had decent games. They, they, like, you can't blame one or the other for having the bad game. But we lost again, and they both couldn't come up when we needed them. And Luke, that's a great example of in the you know setting up the fourth quarter when the Lions marched right down the field, and we needed the defense to come up big, and they couldn't do it. And. Yeah, going off that, I got two points to make after this, but like that, you're, you're you guys are absolutely right because like you come out of halftime and the defense forces the Lions to punt, but then the offense doesn't move the ball at all. They have a five play drive and then they punt, and then the defense gets another. Like so, like you said, they're just it's not they're not playing together. And two things I wanted to bring up was I don't know about you guys, but I, I felt it's almost as the Eagles overlooked the Lions, knowing they were on a short week. And I had a bigger issue with that more than the injuries because, like, is it me or was there a lot less energy from this club today than usual, especially a home game? Like, usually the defense makes a big play and they're coming up firing after a tackle. The only one I really saw energy from was, like, Brandon Graham. He had a couple big plays and he's coming up, like, flexing and stuff. But, like, just overall I thought 
for a home game, this team lacked a lot of energy throughout the game, especially in the second half. When they, I, I thought they could have got going to start the second half, but I just didn't see the energy. I just like to add I, to that, I, like in in that context, like I think that's the most perfect assessment of this whole game. Like something that Nick had said earlier, and uh, everyone had commented upon, is the lack of like energy and momentum, and like even when something good happened. It just felt like nothing picked up, and you never felt like, okay, here we go. It was just, oh, okay, points, or oh, okay, we stopped it. I remember, uh, and this is in the fourth quarter, so, uh, I mean, going into that a little bit, but I remember the one stop in the fourth quarter, and at that point, you should be like, yes, okay, we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going to take this, <laughs> and I had no, none of that, none of that. I was That's- watching the game like, oh, we got to stop, good for us. That is exactly how I was watching this. I I am usually at like standing the whole game, you know, every play on the edge of my seat, you know, whatever. But 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 this game, like like you just said, it's like we got a big stop, and I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, but I I, I don't think we're we're doing it. I hate to say it, like I have full negadelphia like swept back into me. Like we won the Super Bowl, thought that was gone forever. And I am swept right under with full Negadelphia. Like, like I have no, every time, like we're in the position to come back and win. I have no faith that we're going to. But I like, think that's like realistic. This, okay, like that. It, it's it's something that's a serious issue right now because, uh, like, I feel like a big thing with last season it was like the sobering effect, right? You're like, okay, we came off of yeah. the win, and it was like, okay, are we gonna win another one? And you did it, and you're like, okay, all right, we're well now we're sobered up. We're gonna we're gonna look up. We're gonna see what's happening next. And we were all like, everyone, everyone was ready for this new yeah. season, and this, what is happening? Yeah, this 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 has so far felt like when they came, when when Vince Young came out and said we had the dream. Like that's what it feels like. It's like it's like all offseason Super Bowl contenders. You know, but, you know Sports Illustrated. Everybody's coming out and saying Eagles are Super Bowl contenders. They look great. They're going to be amazing. And here we are, one and two, looking like a team that like let's hope we make the playoffs. Like far from Super Bowl contenders right now. I mean, if we can't beat the Lions, and I don't know if anyone saw the Falcons today, it did not look like anything special. But but so we can't beat the Falcons. I know that we had played them at home, but man, they 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 did not have a thing with like nothing today. I, I, so my point is just like like these teams aren't. We're not playing Super Bowl contenders, and we're losing. So how could we sit here and be like, yeah, I think we're going to be Super Bowl contenders? And I don't even. We were, even get it to, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was, I was just saying I don't even. I don't even think we've we've hit the fourth quarter yet. That's all right. what. All right, Luke. Luke, <laughs> like, what do you have to add now? I'll make mine quick. Just I know we're all mad and we're saying this team right now isn't a Super Bowl contender. But we in the before the season started, we had Alshon Jeffrey and we had Deshaun Jackson, and they are obviously key points or key players as they wouldn't have dropped some of these footballs like what Andrew said. I mean, if you have our Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Nelson Aguilar, and Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, that makes you a Super Bowl contender. But when you have Zach Ertz, Nelson Aguilar is your wide receiver one, and then Mac Hollins, who's barely supposed to get time. I mean, then we drop from a Super Bowl contender to, well, losing to the Lions. Okay, so so going off, we'll, we'll talk more about the injuries after, like, official, like, really more speculation for the next game. But I want to just go off of, because Luke, I, I, in the list of receivers we're talking about, right, that are our main guys, Ertz is your number one receiver, and yet... Did it not feel like Ertz just wasn't there today? Like he wasn't well, there because they had they doubled him because we knew they knew we were weak in wide receivers, so they just put two on him and took the risk with the others. And that that's the issue that lies here. Like if if you, I know we don't want to get too much on injuries, but if you have Jeffrey and Jackson, they're not able to double Ertz. They got to put one of those exactly. They they got to put the safety staying back on Jackson because he, he's afraid of doing the, the deep ball. And that's the issue we had all last year is you didn't have that deep ball threat. So teams – and that's that's the problem with the run game too is when you don't have that deep ball threat, defenses collapse and they're able to almost take everyone against the run just in case the run. And that that's part of the issue with the run game right now is they're all collapsing in because they're not afraid of Aguilar going deep. They're not afraid of Hollins going deep. Arch isn't going to go deep. Like, and that – and that's that's the issue. That was part of the issue today. But 
My my one thing is though, I will say I I thought Matt Collins played a pretty good game. I thought he stepped up pretty good today for for being a spe- mainly a special teams guy. He had four catches for sixty two yards. I thought he stepped up in a good way. I, that was the one. If you're going to take a bright side, I'd take a bright side out of Matt Collins today. I do think Matt Collins stepped up. I don't think he's I don't know wide receiver two or three material really. Oh, uh, I'm not saying throw him in the starting lineup. I'm just saying if. I mean, he for me he he played uh, he played a pretty good game is all I'm trying to say. I'm not gonna sure. I'm not saying rely on him to be the two next year, but yeah. all right. So I, let's let's finish this game up because this is and I mean from a visual point of view, watching this game, I mean this was when just my art stopped fourth quarter. I mean we got one touchdown. It was uh, so one passing touchdown for Detroit, one passing touchdown for Philadelphia. Um, what happened? Uh, Andrew, start us um, off. So, I, I, like, like we've already mentioned, or I forget if it was Nick or Luke, one of you mentioned it, but that was both. Of them. I, I think the them that they, I know it was basically in the third quarter, but them driving down, getting that touchdown to start the fourth quarter, I think that was a little deflating to the team because we responded with a punt, then the defense had another punt, and then finally the defense or the offense had a. A ten play drive for eighty yards to get the touchdown and bring it within three points. But the issue was I mean I, I think the issue here was as Nick mentioned earlier, you saw in the fourth quarter again, the, the offense and defense never really clicked at the same time. And going back to um what we already mentioned with the energy is they were down ten points and when they went on that drive to me, they were they were walking around acting like they were up by it. They were they were winning the game, and all they had to do was score. Like I forget which player it was and who had the carry, but I remember it was a handoff, and he gets tackled, and the entire like I think it was Jason Kelsey and another lineman, and then uh, let's just say Sanders. They were just laying there like they got all the time in the world. I'm like, it's the fourth quarter. You're down to seven minutes left in the game. You got. I just thought they they ran out of time in that case in that that sense, and it was. Again, they they hurt themselves by uh, the blocked field goal at the end of the game. You would have had you would have had it within, I think it was the twenty yard line. And worst case is you you run you run the ball a few times, kill some clock, you settle for overtime. But instead, you had the the penalty on uh, Malcolm Jenkins, which pushed you back from the twenty to fifty. And then that that was that was the momentum killer right there because. If you don't get that penalty, the momentum's on the Eagles' side. But that 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 was basically a thirty-yard penalty pushing us out of field goal range, and that that was all the momentum killer they needed. Um, I agree with a lot of your. The main thing, fourth quarter, that really got me mad is we're, we're down by three, and we get the ball back from the uh, block field goal, and we 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 go deep every single play. We like all we needed is a field goal 20 yards to get to the 30, whatever Jake Elliott's range is. But in, instead of maybe running the ball to Jordan Howard or Miles Sanders trying to pick up four or five, we, we, we go deep every single play trying to pick up the big game. Uh, I just think instead of trying to get the first down in one play, at least pick up some yards and then make it a fourth and five or a fourth and six. And we finally end up doing that, and then we had – uh, our third pass interference on offense that ended up making a fourth and 15. And at that point we all knew that we weren't going to win the game. No, I agree with that 100%. And that's, that's on Doug Peterson. And that's what I was saying last week too. Uh, he shies away from the run game and it, it hurts him in key situations. Cause yes, you're losing. And yes, I mean, you're obviously going to pass the ball more, but that Falcons drive where we didn't get that fourth down, all we did was pass, pass, pass. To me, you have to mix. There's plenty of time there. You still had a timeout. Uh, even if you don't, there's over a minute. you got to mix in a run play, in my opinion, whether it's on first or second down. Once you get the third and fourth, I get it. You pass the ball. But that, that first and second down, you got to try to mix things up and try to fool the defense there. Yeah, I mean, uh, this 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 fourth quarter to me had, had a, a handful of, of plays that just told me this game we weren't gonna. Um, you had you had that big drop by Dallas Goddard, I believe, in the end zone, mm-hmm. um, which which uh, made us lose about two minutes of time. 
Exactly. Uh, uh, I saw that and I'm like, we're just not meant. I mean, I mean, I mean, that was, I, I, it hit both of his hands. Like, like, like that was, and not only that, but he went to catch it the wrong way. He should have made like the classic basket and let the ball fall into it over his shoulder. Instead, he turns around, tries to like contort his body and catch it with his two hands. I mean, I just don't, I mean, that was just, <laughs> I mean, that drop happened and I'm just sitting there like, of course, of course. Then, then you have uh, later on uh, that, that the huge uh, Wentz throw to Miles Sanders, right? Um, it was a, a nice chunk of yards, probably like 30 yards. Um, but you can't overlook the fact that the ball was completely underthrown. That ball was, if he led Sanders, Sanders had a touchdown there. I mean, I mean, that's the kind of things that, like, you can't just overlook and be like, okay, well, we got the ball, and, and, you know, we look good. Let's keep the momentum going. Like, it was thankful that Sanders cut back and, and, and came up and caught the ball. But, but, but that should have been a good like, – like, that's been my biggest frustration with Carson so far this season and all of last season. Like, if, like Aaron Rodgers, you know, Tom Brady, those guys, on that play, they're launching that ball, and it's going to fall into to the receiver's hands in front of him while he's running forward towards the end zone, and that's a touchdown. This play, you know, he chucks it up, and Sanders has to come back and, like, go jump over the defender and make the catch. And, and, and that's a huge difference. Like, like you got to that's, – that's a touchdown play, and you got to score. And that's something in 2017 the Carson Wentz would have made that play easy. And that's what has me concerned still about Wentz's play, is that you need to turn that play from a 30-yard – play to to a touchdown and and that's the kind of things that made us uh, a threat and and it's not making and it's making us nothing this year um you you know i then 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 in the fourth quarter we had the lucky break with the penalty on sproles that sproles hit you know um because that drive was over um but that idiot on the on the lions you know just comes up and trucks sproles so like mid play like midair uh helmet to helmet so that it was another. It was just a lucky break that the Eagles got. It wasn't a, a successful drive. That was just a lucky break that kept the drive going. Um, I, I did want to point out. I thought it was hysterical. I don't know if you guys heard um, when Nelson Aguilar scores that touchdown. The announcers, um, they were ripping on Mac Hollins for his block, like to set up Aguilar. They were saying like, "What an idiot!" Because the the refs threw the flag. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yes. Threw the flag, and they're ripping Mac Hollins to pieces. They're like, they're like. Like what a dumb play! Like yeah. this guy, he, he he he. This is where you just all you have to do is set a pick, and then the announcers pick up the flag and they go, "No foul on the play." And the, literally, the announcers go, "They're like, they're like, yeah, what a play by Matt Collins." I mean, what a heads up move. I mean, what a smart he, play, knowing you're inside I, the one yard. I, yeah, yeah, I was like, "Are you?" Like that was the dumbest thing. But but whatever. I I just had to point that out. I thought that was hysterical. Um, but yeah, th- then of course we get the block, like, like all, this is like the Falcon team. Everything did not go right. Like we looked bad. Everything's going wrong. We get the blocked field goal and we're set up to win this game. It's like, it's like, here's where you take your all, all, all-star quarter MVP, court, like uh, quality quarterback and just finish the drive and get the win. You're on the 50 yard line. Just get the win. And we can't do it. And, and and I think that just summed up the game. It's like it's like we had every opportunity to win this game, and we had we didn't deserve to win this game. We get the blocked field goal. It's like that is like the play that is like the football gods trying to just let you win because it never happens. And when it does, it's usually the difference maker in a game, especially in the last like two minutes of the game. But we get it, and it goes to nothing. And I and then when we sit here. We sit here one and two, ready to face the Packers. And my goodness, it does not look good. We do not look like we have a bright future ahead of us. I will say that. I think that's <laughs> that pretty much summed up my feelings. All, all in a nice little bow there. Um, do, do we know is Jack, Jackson and Jeffrey are they out or healthy next week? So I was actually going to say that too. Uh, from from what it sounds like, I would if if I had to say right now, I think I think Jackson doesn't play. Jeffrey plays. That's what I thought. That's what. And I honestly think if it wasn't a short week, 
I think they would have played Jeffrey today, but I think they wanted to be safe and have him for the Packers game. Which, in my opinion, I think that was I, – I think that's a mistake because I think I, – I we'll, we'll talk about it more in the next episode, but basically I, I think you needed him in this game over that game. Um, Sorry. I don't I don't fault them for doing that with Jeffrey. I mean it's I, I know this 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 loss stings, don't get me wrong, but it's it's game three of sixteen. You need you, you need to make sure you don't wanna push it too much because something with that leg you can easily like his is his calf, I think, so you can easily mess that up if you True. if you try to do something wrong. So I I I have no problem with them having him out this game. Because, I mean, you don't want him to pull something more and have him out the rest of the year. All right, so wrapping up this game, we've talked about pretty much all of the key points and how it felt and everything in between. Um, You know, this is a big loss. And, Andrew, going off of what you just said there, uh, you know, as, as we all predicted, Dallas is now 3-0, and and we are 1-2. Um, wait, wait, the Cowboys beat the – the Dolphins? I know, I know. Hot take, but it happened. Oh, Which, wow. that game was actually very close up until... Yeah, uh, it was, mid- I, I was say, I was like, wow. Uh, why Why did the Dolphins actually have points on the board? It was, <laughs> uh, it was like mid-third but, quarter, I think. It was like 10-6. to six. Yeah, but it's it was 31-6. to six, so. no, no, I know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> we talk about slow starts. I, I, the, Cowboy, I, the Cowboys start just as slow uh, sometimes. But uh, so uh, the point uh, I'm trying uh, to get to here is that you know we have this literally unstoppable Dallas team right now, and uh, Philadelphia is not looking great. Um, I, I think we're at a point where I think everything seems like w- w- sorry we're at a point where now we cannot make assumptions. I think on anything at all. Um, I I I think we have a tough because I think we're playing the Packers on Thursday and my early prediction before I won't I won't I won't say my score yet but 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 and, and maybe I, maybe I changed my mind here but but I I don't see how we we win this game I mean I mean I don't see how we go down to Lambeau Field and beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers who are I believe three and oh correct if I'm wrong nope you were uh, correct but but uh, and and they don't look great, but they're playing better teams than we are right now. And they're three and zero. And Aaron Rodgers is due for a big game. He hasn't had one yet. And I mean, against our secondary is a good reason to have one. So I, I don't see us winning this game, which puts us at, I, which puts us at a disturbing one and three. Um, when who who's the Cowboys playing next week? You know, Cowboys are playing the Saints. They're at the Saints. At okay. the Saints. With, and with... that's that's gonna be a good game. Saints are currently beating the Seahawks right now, so the Saints yeah, are still yeah, a real okay. field team. But yeah. the Saints still have Breeze out, right? You... Yeah. But, but yeah. so let's let's say we're lucky and that I think best case scenario is the Cowboys lose. And so we're 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 they're three and one. We're still one and three. I mean, this is kind of the situation I was talking about earlier in the like last week, where you know it's early in the season, but you know this is baseball. You, you don't have time to make this up. You know we're already going to be two games I mean, sitting two games back, and you know, and the Cowboys look good, and we just don't. And once the injured guys come back, it, I don't think it's just going to click right away. I think you're going to need time to get back into a groove with those guys who have been out for a while. And I, I'm 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 genuinely concerned um, about this team about winning the division. Um, you know. That's the first goal, um, and anything after that, I, you know, I, I just can't even talk about yet. I think you know, focus on the division. You know, it's a it's a tough climb, is what I'm trying to say. Andrew and Luke, any last thoughts? Uh, uh, I guess you got go it. ahead, Luke. No, go ahead. No, you got it. You go. Uh, last thoughts on the game. I think going into next week, and the biggest thing is. The defensive line needs to get more pressure, and that would be my biggest issue with the defense is the defensive line not getting enough pressure. And, again, they got two starting linemen are out, so I think that plays a part in it, but I think that's something they got to figure out. But as far as the Cowboys, correct, no sacks today. Um, I thought the offensive line came up a little small uh, as a group. They gave up three sacks. 
run game never got going. So I think that's partially on the offensive line. So I think both lines is what was a sm- was another issue I think we didn't talk about really in this. So I just want to point that out. Uh, and then for me, uh, going into next week, I want to see more Jordan Howard, who provides power running, who will get you yards. And then taken away from this game is just, I mean, when your receivers drop seven passes, you rarely will win the game. So going, if we if we want to win next week's game, then we're not gonna we're gonna have to play a near perfect game to try and steal one and try and win this division. All right, well said. I have I have one major contribution I would like to add to uh, is that I think the MVP of this season so far has been Cameron Johnson, the punter of this team. Oh my goodness! Not only is he coming up big with the big punts, but now he's making tackles. This guy, I mean, I can't say enough about him. Only, only, only positive I have every week consistently is that this punter can play. <laughs> Got a point. Um, all right. Any, anything else before we wrap it up? Must That's win game coming up. All right. Yeah. Well. uh Thank you, everyone, for listening to Philly Football Now. Uh, So that was the harsh defeat of the Eagles by the Detroit Lions. It was 27-24, once again, was the score. That was at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. On Thursday, uh, the Eagles will be taking on the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Stadium. Um, We will have our our pregame episode come out Thursday morning. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you want to check us out, phillysportsnow.com is where you can find us. We also have the Twitter, which is philly underscore sports now. Uh, that's spelled S-P-R-T-S now. Uh, thank you once again, everyone, for listening. This is Philly Football Now, a Philly Sports Now podcast. Goodbye.